the blast from our past network. He is the most feared and powerful warrior. A ninja who breaks from ancient tradition and explodes onto America. His soul possesses the body of an innocent woman and transforms her into a lethal assassin. Who are you? I want to help her. Only a ninja can destroy a ninja. Her only hope is Yamada, the master ninja who has been sent to destroy him. Where Revenge of the Ninja left off, Ninja 3 begins. An epic struggle of superhuman strength and supernatural forces. Talking Back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back. This is the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. We are back this week with our sixth movie in our Ninja Walkthrough. And we've landed on Ninja 3, The Domination. Dean, you just appeared out of a ball of smoke. Welcome to the show. Yep. I bet you thought you were going to be solo for this one. <laughs> Here like I am. It. Surprise. Man, was that surprising. Glad you could Ninja. make it. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, we're halfway through. This is six. This Number is six. six. Half, it's, it's crazy. It's amazing. We just started this thing. I'm halfway to becoming a ninja myself that's what True, this walkthrough yes. is all about is after yes. you watch 12 you know i'm, I'm not going to say 12 of the, of the best ninja movies uh, right. it's 12 different types of ninja movies yeah but if you, you want to become a ninja you have to watch a variety of ninja movies so you know what works what doesn't work and i feel like at the end of this we'll both be very refined ninjas yeah, for sure. I mean, I have the like appear out of smoke, but that's all. That's all I have so far. I just went straight for that one. I can disappear, but when I reappear, I'm in two parts. Like my body's in half. Right. Yeah, you haven't quite figured uh, it out. I haven't figured the comeback from the disappear yeah. yet. So I'm still working yeah. on that. Next month. Ma um, hmm. Maybe. Well, um, the the patrons know what's coming up next month because we've spoiled... <laughs> Uh, we've yes. spoiled over on Patreon uh, yeah. all of the movies that we're doing in this Ninja Walkthrough. Head on over to Patreon. Seriously, five bucks. You can get every single episode we've ever released over there. And uh, check out our Ninja 101. We take you to, to Ninja class. We'll tell you the rest of the movies. Next week, I don't think we're going to learn anything actual, actually ninja from that movie. Yeah, I don't think so. It's been a while since so I've either. seen it, but I, I don't think yeah. it's got... I don't think it's got a lot to, to teach us. Right. Yeah. I guess we'll see. We'll see. We will see. I'm excited to watch it. It's going to be a great, a great and very fun walkthrough. 
As for this movie, yep, the domination, yep, interesting choice. Yep, interesting choice. The, do- the I mean, the choosing the domination as like oh to follow as like Ninja the subtitle. 3. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I get it. I was. I, I was um I was a little confused that there was just we we did a number three. I was like, what about Ninja and Ninja Two? Like we're just hopping right into three. Yeah. Um and then yeah, Domination, weird subtitle. Are you still concerned that we hopped right into number three? I am not, Tim. I'm not concerned. <laughs> my guess is it's the best of the bunch. That's gonna be my my take. Cause you know what? I've never heard of Ninja. And yeah. I've also never heard of Revenge of the Ninja. Actually, the first one's called Enter the Ninja. The second one's called Revenge okay. of the Ninja. Oh, I've never okay. heard of those, but yeah. I had definitely heard of Ninja 3, The Domination. The Domination, yeah. This was a movie I always saw at the movie store when I was younger, but I never rented it. Just like, okay, yeah. I was yeah. too busy renting Van Damme, Arnie, yeah. over and over again. Uh, didn't really branch out when I was younger into like, let's try this one out because it was just better on like a Friday night or Saturday or or whatever to get a movie that you knew you were going to love. So I kind of cycled through like the stuff I loved, like the Jaws movies, the Star Wars movies. Oh yeah. The Back to the Futures, the Superman movies. I like to go through. Um. E.T. No, just kidding. Not E.T. You love E.T. No, just kidding. Totally kidding. Yeah. Uh, but but like the stuff that I the stuff that I knew and that I loved, right? Big yeah, Trouble in Little China, sense. stuff like that. Ghostbusters. Yeah. So I never ventured out into this one. Also rated R. So sometimes right. these weird rated R movies with a weird cover actually scared me when I looked yeah, at them, yeah. and I'm like, there's no there's no way I'm gonna rent that. This cover is weird. It looks kind of scary. Although this movie is kind of a horror movie, so yeah. it makes sense. Oh yeah. There's a lot of Yeah. A lot of interesting things going on in this movie. Horror being one of them, Dean. And I yeah. can't wait Lots to get your take as the horror yeah. master of this podcast. Yeah. On uh on uh, a scene coming up in this movie. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about just by saying that. I think so. I think so. I do regret, though, not renting this movie as a kid because oh, I yeah. would have fucking loved this movie as a kid. Yeah. It's weird. I loved, I, Go ahead. I loved Go ahead. this movie as an adult, Tim. This movie fucking rules. I absolutely loved it. I think the domination has to do with it stacking it up against the other ninja movies that we've covered. This, is, this one's dominating. I love this one. This is one of my favorites. Oh, Oh my! Uh oh! This is one of my favorites. Like Tim, oh. you t- you put this against the uh, Ninja Terminator and American Ninja Two. This like wipes the floor with those movies. Oh wow! Okay. In my opinion, that's interesting. I I mean I I think this is very similar to Ninja Terminator with with like kind Ooh. of like what's going Ooh. on uh, yeah. and, okay. and the stuff okay. they're giving off. But yeah. Uh, that's okay. Feeling, starting to sweat a little bit here about my ninja rating oh. on this one. A little bit of sweat, Tim, a little bit no. of sweat coming down. <laughs> Don't worry about the ratings. I'm not talking about ratings. I'm talking about movie. Okay. As a movie, movie rules. <laughs> I, I always get so worried about the rating and you're, you, you get al- so worried about always, the ratings. You yeah. always rein me back in. You're like, don't worry about that. I rated it correctly, but yeah. the movie itself, I got to learn. I got to learn. Okay. I, yeah. I'm with you. I loved the movie. I had a lot of fun. 
Movie's great. Did you watch it twice? Yeah. Okay, me too. I actually liked it better on the second viewing. It's it's great. Yeah. It was a great second viewing. Okay, I got to calm down with these ratings, man. They stress you me do. out. You they, do. They fucking stress me out, yeah. these ratings. Because you know, you know, Tim, I did not like Ninja Terminator, and I still rated that thing high. I know. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It's I don't know. This fucking rating system that I created, it's like, just brings <laughs> me stress. You stress out. All types of stress. <laughs> okay. That's, that's great, though. Um, here, here's the synopsis for this movie, Dean. A woman with ESP and an interest in ancient Japanese culture becomes possessed by the spirit of an evil warrior. So, hmm. Not hmm. really. Hmm. Not not, not the first not part. Not really. That's exactly what I was going to say, Dean. The yeah. first part is incorrect. The second part yeah. is perfect. So, exactly. a woman with ESP and an interest in ancient Japanese culture, no, that, that, Neither none of, those of that's things. true. The no. second part, becomes possessed by the spirit of an evil warrior. Absolutely. That is absolutely yes. what happens. So, I don't know, maybe, I feel like two people collaborated on this. Yeah. One person who had seen the movie and one person who, had right. didn't, who hadn't seen the movie. One, yeah, one person who, like, someone explained the movie to them, like, just talked about it, and they couldn't quite remember all the details, but then they were in charge of writing the synopsis, so they just went for that. Sorry for that strange noise. Um, my katana just fell over beside me. Oh, my goodness, Tim. That is incredible. See? Wow. See, I'm, I'm half an injured, I told you. You are, Yeah. You're a katana face. You, I haven't reached my katana yet. I, they haven't given it to me yet. What do you think of my katana sword? It's pretty awesome. It's, pretty cool, it's very right? colorful. It's very yeah. colorful, yes. It looks purple and blue and green, maybe? It lights up. It, it lights up LED, and then it goes in its shape. Cool. But if you shake it, it makes ninja clashing sounds. Incredible. So. Wow. This is now this has now joined me for the walkthrough. I'll put it on the floor Excellent. instead of leaning it up, <laughs> leaning it up against my, uh, my chair here. Excellent. But hey. If we need that, I'm pulling it out. Yeah. Okay, of course. I don't mind popping a head off or two. Right, good. I mean, this movie could use a couple of those. It could, true. Now, released in 1984 with a budget of $2 million, this film grosses $7.5 million. Then, I mean, tack on VHS, DVD, Blu-ray on top of that. And I would say this movie did very well. It's, yep. it's still selling, you know, today. You can still buy the Blu-ray yep. today. Especially just with the two million budget, like for sure, doing a good job. Oh yeah, yeah they're they're laughing, laughing their way to the bank. Yeah. Oh yeah, still they're still laughing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, covered covered in ninja garb with their katanas, laughing. A ninja garb made out of money. Yeah right. <laughs> yeah, can't hide so well in that though. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess so. No, perfect. Well, not our money. Our right. Canadian yeah, money, our money you, you stick you out, stick out money. for sure. American right. money, dude, you blend blend right into the forest. You'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah true. Our money, you're just like being all sorts of different colors. Be a weird rainbow guy running down the street. Yeah. There's nowhere you could blend in other than like maybe uh, a rainbow disco. Yeah. I, I don't know how many of those there are, though. Yeah. I've never been. Anyways. Directed by Sam Furstenberg. We talked about Sam on our Cyborg Cop episode and American Ninja 2. And this guy, 
damn it, he just knows how to make a fun B movie. Yeah. I thought at first when I at first glance when I looked at it, I thought it was Fistenberg, and I was very excited because that's a that's a good name to direct a ninja movie. But Fistenberg also good name. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Fistenberg would be way better. It would be awesome. So I was I got real excited. As I mentioned, Ninja Three: The Domination is the third and final installment in the Ninja trilogy from Canon Films. Enter the Ninja came out in '81. Revenge of the Ninja in 83, and this one in 84. And this is the first Shokasugi movie that we've covered. And Sho's work in film helped establish ninjas in popular culture, leading to the ninja boom in the early and mid-80s. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I wasn't very impressed with him in this movie. Now, maybe... He wasn't working with like the best choreographer, but he's a bigger name guy and I was expecting a bit more out of him. Okay. I um, didn't know the names. Didn't know he was a big name guy. Uh, the fighting overall, I mean, spoilers, fighting overall is not great in the movie as a whole. So I did think that he was a maybe a bright spot in that a bright spot in the the fighting as a whole but yeah nothing stood out to me for sure well it's just kind of regular spoiler alert for you he's in a couple more of the ninja movies that we're covering okay so we'll see he's in two others so we'll we'll get to see i'm hoping to see more out of him uh, yeah. that's all i'll say he's he's eye patch guy right yeah yamada yeah yeah okay now, Shokasugi also did motion capture for a great ninja game called Tenchu Stealth Assassin for the PS1. I loved this game. It came out in 98, and it was quality for the time. I wouldn't recommend it now because those early PS1 games, they didn't age very gracefully. Right. If you go back and look at a video of a, P- of a PS1 game... Yeah, it's bad. It looks like shit. It looks so bad that you can't even understand how your brain at the time thought it looked so amazing. (laughs) And knew what was even going on. But it was a really, really tight ninja game. Cool. I had a blast with it. Really, probably the best ninja mechanics for a game that like had ever been around up until that time. Yeah, cool. Nice. It would have smashed on our ninja rating. It would have done so well. Yeah. But you I remember. can't really find it anymore. So oh, okay, I have the disc, but I don't have a PS1. Oh, so okay. there, there was really no way for either of us to play it. So it wasn't going to be something yeah. that we picked up and did for the for the walkthrough. We got to find a PS1 though. We that that is that is some childhood right there. We could play that game. I mean, I'm sure you could find one. They wouldn't be. Yeah, I just don't. I one. just don't have one. I just never owned one. Okay, I did own one. I just uh, sold it or something. That happens. Now, the intro scene for this movie was bananas. I would say it's one of the most outrageous openings I've seen. Mm-hmm. A man in a white suit is driving his car on a mountain road. He stops, gets out, walks into a cave, moves a secret boulder to reveal a cache of ninja weapons. He dresses up in a green ninja suit. Now, Dean, you'll agree with me. 
that his yeah. ninja suit is green, right? Yeah, it's not black. No, it's not black, but they call him the Black yeah. Ninja. That's his okay. name. <laughs> yeah, that's no, his, it's, like, it's, it's cre- not black. Credited it's def- name? <laughs> okay. It's definitely like forest green. Like, it's a dark green, but it's green. Yeah, yeah. it's green. So he climbs down the side of a cliff onto a golf course. There's some sort of bad guy golfing. Uh, we, we know that because we see him pull up in a limo. He's got a lot of suited men with him. And the ninja is targeting this guy. Yeah. The ninja comes out of a bush and grabs the bad guy's golf ball and crushes it in his hand into powder. Yep. <laughs> which is an inc- incredible feat. Incredible feat of strength. Loved it. I don't, I've never seen that happen to a golf ball before. It's magical because you like a golf ball is not made of like yeah. a substance that can be crushed into powder. Exactly. It's like what's inside, like rubber bands or something, like all wrapped around, basically, yeah, wrapped around each other. So the fact that he could do this, yeah, he must be magical because he's like changing yeah. the chemical composition of this golf ball. It's very impressive. Very impressive. Sarcastically speaking, very impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Um, very shocking. More, even more shocking is this bad guy's response to it. Oh yeah, it was classic bad guy response. Class. So if I, if I'm golfing, and I hit my ball near the woods, and a man dressed as a ninja walks out of the trees, grabs, picks up my ball, and crushes it into powder. My next move would not be to push him. Right. It would not be to be like, what the fuck? What are you doing? And push him over. What the hell are you doing? What are you doing? That was my ball. What are you doing? I would be like, hey, hey, buddy, <laughs> my bad. I'll go golf on a different hole. This one's yours. Oh, hell yeah. I'd be gone. I'd be out of here. What a response. Push that guy over. Yeah. So, well, the thug pushes the ninja, then gets what's coming to him. Gets a yeah. throwing star to the hand. Yeah. Don't touch me. That's his way of saying, don't touch me again. For sure. Yeah, hands off. Then, great move here. He pulls out a blow dart because another thug pulls a gun out, shoots the blow dart right into the barrel as the guy pulls the trigger and the gun blows up. Great. Awesome. Great stuff. The ninja katanas, five guys dead. Like this. That's exactly what happened. It happened that fast. They're all dead. Yeah. And then, <laughs> this is awesome. The boss and his women are trying to flee on the golf cart. Yeah. And the ninja runs up behind it, grabs it with one hand, and stops it from moving forward anymore. So Lifts it this, off the ground. This is, this is an incredible feat of strength. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, he's powerful enough to stop this cart. Yeah, and like you said, lift it. He then kills the man... And then kills the woman. Actually, vice versa. He kills the woman. Yeah. And then he kills the man. Yeah. But there was something so satisfying about watching this like bad guy go down because he looked so dorky. He had this like blue, this baby blue shirt on and a yellow sweater like tied around his neck. He looked so stupid. Yeah. I was very pleased when he got killed just for his outfit choice. For sure. And also, like, when this guy went after the woman, like, he went after her so hard that, was that I was like, I was like, oh, is she the one? 
that he's going for? Like, or is this going to be a little bit of a twist and we thought it was that guy and it's actually this woman? Nope. <laughs> he just went for her so hard and then he turned his attention on the guy. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, he really let them have it. That was shocking that he killed her. He like yeah. sliced her on the yeah. arm and then like put her his sword through her stomach. Yeah, he like kept going. It, like after one slice, he like kept running after her, yeah. <laughs> making sure the job was done. So security shows up and they call the police. Now, if you think the police will save the day, you'd be incorrect. The police have no trouble finding the ninja because he's running in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, he's not trying to hide. <laughs> get back into the bushes. He's this this dusty road is surrounded yeah. by green bushes. Yeah. He's wearing green and he's mm-hmm. running down this dusty road which is where he will stick out the absolute most. So Yeah. I mean, I feel like I have to take points away for this. Ooh. This is okay. the, this is the absolute opposite of stealth. Yeah. Okay, I could understand if he's standing in the middle of the street, like, come on, come and get me. I'm going to kill you all. No, he's trying to get away. He's trying to get away from the police, and he's running in the middle of the road. It's true. It's got to lose stealth points. You're right. Bit of a miss. Because he is, you're right, he is fleeing. It's not like he's like, all right, cops, let's do this thing. He's running away. He's trying to get away, and he's doing a bad job. He's very confident. He's a very confident ninja, so he's fine that he's doing a bad job, but uh, it's a bad job. If he ducks into a bush, they never <laughs> find him. He's gone. They never yeah. find him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> minus one. <laughs> minus one on, what is it, on tactics? Minus one on tactics? It's minus one on tactics, but I will throw you a spoiler. Okay. He gets a bonus point in tactics. Yeah. So it he actually, does some great things. Um, it's actually going to be a wash. But okay, we'll talk about. I know that what the bonus point is. I know what it is. Oh, okay, uh, I hope I hope to remember to ask you to guess when we get there. Okay, okay. Actually, I better make myself a note right now, or that a hundred percent is not happening. <laughs> you will forget. Hundred <laughs> percent. So this is where things start to get wild, as the ninja decides he'll just murder all of the police. Yep. So he jumps on a police car. He puts his sword through the roof into one guy's neck, then punches through, hitting the driver. He throwing stars a cop chasing on a motorcycle. Then this was awesome. I only caught this on the second viewing. He uses a grappling hook to latch onto a tree and like pull himself off. Not to escape, Dean. First time I saw it, I thought he was trying to escape. He's not. Did, okay. did you catch okay. this? Did you catch where, where I'm going here? Where are you going? What he was doing was getting momentum to spin around the tree and kick the police car oh. so it goes off the road into the pond. Yeah. Then he kicks a guy off a motorcycle. That guy falls to the ground. And then we see him and the motorcycle also go into the pond. And where he falls off in midair. So yeah. you follow me there? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, so I he, got you. he falls yeah. off. We see him fall off. Yeah. And it should just be a motorcycle going into the pond. But somehow, as the motorcycle's going, He's and he back. fell off, yeah. in about one second, he climbed back on 
and then started falling off in the air again. Here's the thing. Fascinating stuff going on in this movie. Here's the thing. I did make a note about that because, first of all, car flies in the water. Looks great. It There's looked, nobody oh, in the car. Looked, yeah, there, true. There was nobody in there. Somehow, somehow a dead body and a cop who had been punched in the face both climbed out. There's nobody in the car, but the car flying over looked great. I loved it. Perfect. Then he knocks this guy off the motorcycle and we cut to, okay, I can't wait to see the motorcycle go in with nobody on it. No, there is a guy still in the air. You know what? I just forgave it instantly because that looked great. That guy was flying through the air, especially when they teased me with nobody in the cop car. I was like, okay, that's why they kicked this guy off the motorcycle because nobody's going to go flying into this water and he's going. He's going fully into the water. So, uh, yeah, um, not not great cut there, not great editing, but uh, fun stuff. The movie's trying really hard, so I don't care. I just thought, yeah, exactly. I, I thought I'd point it's it out. It's trying very hard. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Now, the police helicopter shows up, so the ninja uses some cloth to climb to the top of a palm tree. Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought this was very neat. I've never seen cloth used. Like, he was just wrapping it around yeah. big, big, fat tree. He uses the cloth yeah. to wrap it around and, like, kind of help him climb up. I thought that was very cool. Very, very cool. That's how, like, uh, I worked with an arborist. Um, you know, and you get those, you have those belts. I mean, we'll kind of see it coming up later, but you get those belts that you clip yourself around the tree, and that's how you get up. That's like the only thing that's strapping you in is just friction with the tree. So I loved that. I love that he was using that cloth to get up. It, like, really makes sense to me that he could get up that tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was something that was new. And at this point in our walkthrough, Anytime I see something new, no matter how big or small, I'm just kind of fascinated by it. Yeah, for sure. So as the helicopter passes overhead, he grabs on. He throws one guy out. Then he puts a throwing star between his toes and uses his foot to throw a throwing star and hit the pilot in the head. Come on. So he didn't have to, because there's a guy in the helicopter with a gun, right? So if he shows his face, this guy's going to shoot him. So he's hanging out the side where the guy can't see him and foots this throwing star in and hits the hits the pilot. So cool. So sick. He katanas the last guy and jumps off the helicopter into the pond as the helicopter crashes into a hill. Helicopter crash is interesting too because I believe that pilot was dead. Oh yeah. And he was still kind of swerving back and forth, not quite crashing, kind of going up, going down, going left, going right until it finally crashed. And I was wondering, how did it do that? I didn't want to bring that up, but yeah, you're right. Like <laughs> it went on for way too long. Someone was like yeah. gracefully flying it over top of a mountain so it would go out of view so they could do a fake explosion. Yeah. But this guy was dead. <laughs> I mean, since we're, ta- out. <laughs> since we're talking about it, there's another funny thing. As soon as that pilot got the throwing star in the head and is dead, the guy in the yeah. back, like, peeks his head around to him at the front. And he's like, hey, don't worry. I'll get him, buddy. <laughs> Dude, this guy's dead. He's dead. You're it's in his face. You're talking to a corpse. <laughs> it doesn't matter that you're, you're telling him you're going to get this guy for him. He's dead. <laughs> You're wasting time, my friend. Uh, I'll get him. Hey, don't worry up there. I'll get. I'll get him. I'll, I'll take care of this. Okay, I'll get him. I'll get him for us. You just worry about landing landing the helicopter. You over just there. land this helicopter, man. Dude is face over the steering wheel. <laughs> uh, hey, I'll get him. Hey, what? But you know what? Tim? Did he do that to you? Is is that throwing star from him? 
Oh man, I'm gonna. I'll get him for us. Don't worry, I'll get him. I'll get him, bud. Still, he almost landed that helicopter. He almost landed <laughs> he it, Tim. He was so man, close. That is the best I've ever seen a corpse <laughs> fly a helicopter. Fly a helicopter. Very impressive so stuff. Yeah. Now the ninjas in the pond uses a rod to breathe underwater. Great. Right on. Yeah. Uh, they they know this guy's in the pond, though, so they're looking for anything. The cop sees that yeah. rod and comes over to it. Fine, because the ninja pops up, uses that as a blow dart, hits the guy with a blow dart. And uh, uh, then the ninja goes on, Dean, to kill, I counted 17. There could have been more. There's a lot of things going on. I counted Amazing. 17 police officers that he killed. Wow. Wow. Before he got gunned down. I mean, this was hilarious. He's, this ninja is in the middle of a ring of cops, no more than eight feet away from him. They're in a circle and they're all shooting at him with guns, (laughs) handguns and shotguns. Yeah. He's getting hit like tens of times to like hundreds of times. Right. But do you know who else is getting hit? All All the other circle cops. cops. Everybody (laughs) on the other side of where you're shooting is likely getting hit, especially with a shotgun. You know what? Every bullet's just going right into that ninja and just staying there. They're great shots because none of the cops went down from that crossfire. Right in there. I guess they had friendly fire turned off. Yeah, exactly. You got it. You got it. (laughs) One of the guys, one one of the cops is smoking a cigar. Like this is just a daily event that he's so used to that it's cigar time. They're gunning down a ninja that killed like 15 of them, that killed 20 of them. They're gunning him down and he keeps getting up from them, just filling him with bullets, multiple, like 20, 30, 50 bullets. And he keeps getting up and this guy's just like, we'll get him eventually. We'll get this guy. We got him right where we want him. Another damned green ninja. Oh, this is getting boring already. Let's gun him down. (laughs) I'm just going to enjoy my cigar here. He's just a green. He's not a black. Don't worry about it. So after all this gunfire, Dean, he's not dead. No. He falls over like he's dead, but he's not dead. Yeah. He still gets up and kills another police officer and is gunned down again. Still not dead. He throws a smoke bomb and disappears. The police are all like, well, where'd he go? Where'd he go? There's like a, I think his green mask is on the ground or something. It's like a piece of cloth, I think. Yeah, they pick it up. There's nothing there. So they all run off looking for him. And he crawls out of the ground right where he was standing. Hell yes. He dug a hole during the smoke bomb and was hiding in the ground. That was incredible. I loved that. I loved that. Then we see a woman, Christy, played by Lucinda Dickey. Amazing job. Great performance. Great job, Tim. Have you uh, have you ever seen her before? Because I have. I have not. I checked out her filmography, and I, I don't even think there was anything else I recognized on there. So what did you see her in? A little movie called Cheerleader Camp. Okay, I didn't. I, I noticed that 80s one. 80s slasher. That is incredible. It's a great, great movie. She's fucking great, man. She's great. She's great. It, that movie is on par with this one. Where it is great. 
It is oh, like nice. 80s slasher great stuff. Well, if she's in it doing the things that she can do. Yeah, yeah she's board. doing the work. She's putting in the work. <laughs> Man, she's good. She's working on a hydro pole. That's her job. She sees the green ninja stumbling around below, so she goes to check it out. Now, this was a little bit weird because the ninja attacks her, then convinces her to come back and hold on to his sword while he says some words in Japanese, and then she sees flashbacks of the police shooting him. It's like, yep. you can tell something, something weird's going on between them. Right. Yeah. Some connection. Some connection. Then the ninja yep. falls over dead, and Christy takes the sword. And that's the intro to the movie, Dean. Yeah, that's I know. That's the 10-minute intro. <laughs> yeah. All that happened in the intro. Incredible. It, it was absolutely fascinating. How can you not be jacked for this movie after that? It's impossible. There's no way you couldn't be yeah. jacked. I was so pumped. I like. I, I did do a time check because I was like, wait, this is still all just the opening of the movie. This is just what, this is how the movie started. And it was at whatever, 15 minutes, whatever the time check was. And I was like, this is going to be great. I'm strapping in for a wild ride. Yeah. So I had some preconceived notions about what might be going on in this movie with yeah. like, you know, the transferal of this ninja into her body. Okay. Yeah. So what I find really interesting um, that, you know, watching the second time you pick up right here is that he actually transferred his spirit into his sword, not into her. Right. Yeah. Which that is, make, which, yeah. which is real, which is really neat. Yeah. That's cool. So Christy goes to a police station to report this dead body. She continues to have these weird flashbacks whenever she recognizes one of the officers who was like involved in the shooting. And we meet Officer Billy, who's hitting on her really hard. And she is very disinterested in him. Yeah, rightfully so. As as was I. <laughs> yeah, Billy fucking sucks. I was so opposed to Billy here. Yes. And I yes. will tell you, by the end of this movie, he won no. me over. No. I, I liked him by the end a lot. No. He was a caring guy. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. Billy is my biggest problem in the movie. That's that's like kind of my only problem okay. is Billy. I'm not saying that um, he wasn't a problem. I'm saying that his character won me over. So we can talk about I, the problems with him later, but he yeah. he won me over cuz I hated him at the yeah. beginning and at right, the end right, I was yeah. like, "Oh, oh, here comes Billy." All oh, right on. Yeah, I get right on. That's true. I do get the winning over cuz I actually felt that a little bit later on and then I was like, "No, Dean, you remember. You <laughs> yeah, remember you what he did." Guy, Dean. <laughs> you hate that He's guy. He's <laughs> way too hairy. You hate his hair. <laughs> hate his shoulder hair. His hair's fine. His hair's fine. Was well, his head hair is fine. His body hair <laughs> needs some work. So hairy. If, if you're going to be in a movie, maybe I don't know, maybe get a waxing or something. Yeah, we're talking like more than Robin Williams. Yeah. We're talking like, like a lot. Yeah, a lot. Like at least on par, if not more. Agreed. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been watching the Planet of the Apes movies, Tim. Closer to that. Mm -hmm. Closer to the apes. Yeah. 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 We get a great scene at an aerobics class. Man, this is... If, uh, if that first 15 minutes wasn't enough, they kind of jump right to this aerobics class. This was so 80s. I was just, so 80s. I was madly in love with this scene. The, yeah. the music, the outfits, my goodness, Dean, it was 80s heaven. 
Yeah. This is the most 80s thing you might ever be able to find is like this For scene sure. in this movie. I, I really love, um, like, when I'm watching 80 slashers, uh, when characters just, like, break into dance for no reason. And it's not, like, because there's a musical number. They're just, like, dancing. And this is a lot of that. Yeah. Like, this just really felt like that. There's a group, a large group in this aerobics class, and they're all dancing. Like, they're all just do it, like, dancing to 80s tracks. Awesome. I was absolutely in love with it. Yeah, same. Christy is leading the aerobics class. Yeah. And Billy is there because he's still trying to get a date. He's very persistent, but she still has zero interest in this guy. Yeah. I just want to point out at this point um, that she is potentially a witness slash suspect in a homicide of 25 police officers. And that's why he was questioning her. And he is stalking her all the way to aerobics class to get a date. Some some's messed up. There. She's not. She's not a suspect. Like she turned in a dead body. That's all she did. He, but he was like not believing. Like when she was being questioned, they were like not believing her. They weren't. But Billy was. He's like he was okay, telling them okay. to leave her alone. Yeah. Okay. True. Actually, yeah. True. Now after the aerobics class, some muscle heads start giving her a hard time, and <laughs> by hard time, I mean they were trying to have sex with her in the back alley in front of 10 people from the aerobics class, including Billy, who's a police officer. Including <laughs> Billy. They're four huge guys. At least two to three of them are actually huge. They're way bigger than, than regular people. They're huge guys, and they're all going to rape her, and they make it very clear that they're going to do that, and Billy's just watching. Everyone's watching. Everyone's watching, but Billy's a police officer. Yeah. Now, these guys push Christy too far, Dean, and she beats the shit out of them. Hell yes. Yeah, hell yes. So what's great about this? What's great about this? Yeah, I got a question for you. What's great about this? She beat the shit about these out of these four guys. How did she do this? Oh, how did she do this? How? Fucking aerobics. Yeah, how does she beat the shit out of four giant dudes? Aerobics. Yeah, she's just a tough girl. She's awesome, yeah. Like, the first time I watched it, I assumed she was possessed by the ninja. Right. But she's not. Okay, she's right. not possessed yeah. by the ninja here. She is just no. tough, and she, by herself, beats them up. Yeah, that's a good point. That doesn't really stick out on the first watch, but on the second watch, you get it because there's something that happens when she gets possessed. Yeah, there's And cues. that doesn't happen here. Yeah, so on the second watch, you just, like, yeah, that's why it's awesome because she's just doing it's it. Just her. She's just kicking <laughs> the shit out of four giant guys. It's great. It's so good. I really enjoyed it the second time for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're right, though. On first watch, I thought she was possessed, and that's what was going on here. Yeah, it was the, it was the second watch where I was like, oh, she's actually just killer. She's kick-ass. Yeah, I mean, first watch, I just assumed that right at the beginning, yeah. the ninja transferred its spirit right. into her. Yeah. It took, took to the second viewing to understand that the ninja went into the sword and then yeah. kind of like comes in and out of uh, possession of her, of her body. So good. Uh, Billy here, he tells her, get in his car because he's going to arrest her for assaulting these guys. What? You're, you're going to arrest her for defending herself when they're trying to like rape her in an alley? Billy took the wrong side on this one. She was clearly attacked. There's 10 witnesses. They were like, they were trying to have sex with her. She fought them off and he's like, yeah, I could arrest you for that. You know, that's assault. What? What? Still not on Billy's side yet. Uh, no. This is where this is kind of where Billy just dropped off the off the map for me. I'm like, there is no coming back from this, Billy. Yeah, this you, is the worst. This is the worst. You Billy. stood by while the four guys were were attacking her, and then she beats them up, and you're like, you're arrested. You're coming with me. Yeah, this is the Billy we all want to forget about. Ugh, fucking horrible. So they're in his car driving, and he says he was just joking about that, arresting her stuff. He just wanted to get her into his car so he could hit on her some more. Even worse. Even worse. (laughs) Yeah. Police officer abusing his power to get a woman alone. Even worse. Right. Okay, maybe this is the worst Billy that we've seen. (laughs) Maybe this is the worst. Yeah. She once again tells him no. So he's had enough. He's like, all right, fine. Screw this. He yells at her to get out of his car. If you don't, yeah. if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to be with me, you know, whatever, get out of my car then. Listen, if you hate cops, I like being a cop. Yeah. So if you don't want to be with me because I'm a cop, get out. I like being a cop. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with me. It's you. So get out. I don't need <laughs> yous. Yeah. But all of a sudden, Dean, this was what she was looking for. This yeah. aggressive male yeah. behavior this yeah. this is what she's into because all yeah. of a sudden so is, she's down she's like oh she's so down oh, i didn't know you had that in you i didn't know oh oh i didn't know you like to yell at women oh <laughs> i'm so down. i'm down she's like that is really sexy that you push women around <laughs> yeah. um that's really good that you yell at them to get out of your car when they're not interested in you that's, and then you put it on them that's so that's sexy. really sexy I like you now. Um, yeah, this part of the movie can fuck off. This is the part I really don't like is that the yelling in her face for no reason uh, gets her on board with it. So uh, not, not a fan of that. Oh, yeah. She's so into it. Um, they go back to her <laughs> place for sex. That's how into it she is. Maybe, but like maybe the greatest, most <laughs> crazy foreplay most ever. Most memorable sex scene possibly ever. <laughs> ever. Um... <laughs> She, like, first she showers. Yeah. Wild, sexy 80s music playing. I'm I'm yeah. truly wondering what's going on. She comes out I of the- I think she's sh- going to kill him. <laughs> Anything could happen. She co- I thought it was a trap. <laughs> she comes out of the shower in her underpants yeah. and then puts, like, a man's shirt on. And she's all walking around like, it, oh, it's sexy time, yelly boy. And she gets him <laughs> on the couch- she opens up a can of V8 juice and pours it on her chest because <laughs> that's sexy. <laughs> that's V8 hot. juice. V- and it did, like, honestly, it didn't even flow down well. 
it like no. it broke off into two small streams. And if they had any more money, I mean, I would have yelled cut. I would have been like, we need that. Yeah. We need that V8 gushing all over the place. We need that covering your breasts. We need that coming down the shirt, getting the shirt wet. It's two weird lines that make yep. it look like she got bit by a vampire and blood's just For kind sure. of dripping down. It's so awkward and so stupid. And like, that's, that's what she does. It's uh, not sexy. Um, the fir- my first reaction was, ew, <laughs> not nice. That's when I thought she was going to kill him. When she did that, I, I'm like, because yeah. this is not sexy. This is not sexy What else would you be? Yeah, this what else would you be doing this for? Yeah. <laughs> you're only pouring this to mix in with the blood that you're going to spill of his. Like, so that people just think it's just V8 juice spilt everywhere. This was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, one thing I uh, clued into kind of around here in the movie which I thought was very, very interesting, was that they play a lot of these 80s tunes. None of them I've have I heard before. I, I don't even right. know if they're real. They very well might right. be. They also very well may have been created for the movie. But I noticed yeah. that whatever the lyrics to the songs are reflect what's happening in the scene. Oh, okay. In like kind of like a sarcastic way. Oh, that's fun. But if you listen to the lyrics, it's really, really interesting. Yeah, it, it was fun. Nice. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I would say this uh, This scene is the peak low for me. And then after this, it skyrockets. Like, after this, it's just the best stuff is happening after this scene. Yeah, I mean, like, sure, it's peak low. It's also in a movie like this, we're talking about the peak high as well. Because yeah. it's so weird. <laughs> right. I mean, the V8 juice is kind of peak high. It's just how we get to sex with with Billy and her. It's just like, oh, I hate this so much. But then it like, so then I get over it after V8. V8's kind of the turning point. That's where I'm like, okay, this is completely ridiculous. And then it, it wins me over after that. Easily the most like forced sex scene I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Just how yeah. they got from point A to point B. It, it should be studied in school. In, in film For sure. school, they should study it as an anomaly. Yeah. Where's the point? Where's the point that we turned where sex was on the table? Yeah, that's amazing. Well played, movie. <laughs> now, we get to see the spirit of the ninja. And I really liked how they show this spirit happening. There's always wind. There's always smoke coming out. Yeah. Christie's window blows open. And then the katana starts glowing in the closet it unsheaths itself and starts floating through the room towards her. So clearly spirit in the sword, you know, making it do all this stuff. She grabs the sword and the spirit is transferred into her body for the first time. And when she gets possessed, she looks evil. Yeah. Very strong Dana Barrett as Zool vibes. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, we get heavy, heavy like eyeliner, um, which also the first green ninja had. Um, and so that's how we kind of know that she's being possessed is that heavy eyeliner and like, yeah, a lot of eye, like eye makeup. They should have given her a mustache too, because he had a mustache. Oh, they definitely should have. Then we really would have got two it. movies in a row where the ninja had a mustache. Yeah. Oh, weird. I think there's something to that. We joked about it being like extra camouflage, but yeah, I think there's something to that. Maybe it is. Now, Christy never knows that she's being possessed. Right. Yeah. She like blacks out. Yeah. She kind of like blacks out. 
Yeah. Um, I, I thought, you know, going into the movie that maybe she was on board with a team up and was like kind of right. like an out for justice type thing. Like, I'm going to get revenge for you. But this is a like a pure case of like she's being taken over, doesn't even realize what she's doing, and then kind of like snaps yeah. out of it when the spirit leaves her body. So possessed Christy goes to the ninja cave, grabs some weapons and suits up in the ninja garb. She goes to the house of one of the police that shot the ninja and she kills the guy. Uh, this is an okay scene, you know. There's a cool part where the guy throws a pool ball at her and she cuts it in half. Uh, but whatever, it's just a normal kill. But the next day at the crime scene, we see a Japanese man in the crowd with a special eye patch looking very interested. And yes, this is Shokasugi's character, Yamada. Yep, yep. I also liked um, she did crush a pool ball into dust. Well, we've seen so that happen that was before, cool too. right? We, we saw it with the golf ball. I've seen that, exactly. So I liked bringing it back to... Because we know she can't crush a pool ball. We know like regular... She, she can't regularly crush a pool ball. She can kick like four huge guys' asses, but she can't crush a pool ball. So I like seeing that. Right. And a pool ball, that probably would crumble to dust. So that was more accurate than the That's golf true. ball. That's true. That's true. There wasn't a, there wasn't magic going on there, just strength. Redemption. Hey, they got there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, wait, maybe this thing can yeah, turn to dust. I though. think they realized if we got that wrong, we got it wrong. Yeah, that's not. Have we, Has anyone actually cut Let's into a right. golf ball and seen what's in there? It's kind of rubbery. Yeah. So Ninja Christie goes to deal with another cop and she pays him a visit in his hot tub room while he already has a couple of call girls with him. Yes. Weird scene. Great scene. Good ninja kill, though. She uses yeah. a poisoned ring to scratch and kill this guy. Uh, then she actually does that on one of the girls as well and then drowns the other one, chokes and drowns the other one. Great. And we once again see eye-patched Yamada who now it looks like is apparently tracking this ninja. Yeah. I uh, At this point in the movie, it's really... This is where, for me, I'm like, oh, it's a slasher movie. Like, it, it really... I can actually feel the horror here because, like, 80s slashers aren't always, like, scary or, like, have really good kills because they're on low budgets. Right. It's just like... But they're, they're like this. They're like someone stalking someone else and having these, like, kills and these overreactions from characters you just met. Like, it just really felt... It just really felt like an 80s slasher. So when this hot tub scene happened, like, I was just going crazy for this movie. I was totally on board. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like Halloween 2, a hot tub scene. Exactly. You know? It's very similar it's exactly to this. It, yeah. Yeah. So Christy has been complaining to Billy about not feeling right inside. You know, she, she's sensing something's wrong. She's kind of finding bruises on her body. So Billy takes her to... James Hong, who's in the movie. Hell yeah. Loved seeing him. Yes. Takes her there for a special ritual to possibly cleanse a demon or a possession. Now, this was absolutely wild, Dean. I'm going to let you yep. take this one. Tell us about this scene. This is like they injected the exorcist into this movie. It's the exorcist. Yes. So much went on in this scene. So uh, they're able to like they 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 chain her up. And um, because, you know, James Hong's character here knows what's going down. He knows as soon as he sees her that there's she's she has a possession or that like she can has the possibility of being possessed. So they chain her up and they do like he, he's able to get the demon to come out. 
And so she turns, like like Exorcist-style turning. Like, it's not the way she's looked before, where she gets possession, she's got the eyeliner. Like, her face is starting to turn very, like, white and kind of, you know, like, very uh, decayed a little bit. You know, she's looking, like, more demonic in this moment. Her voice is changing. It's two levels. It's a classic, like, demon low voice and also a high voice that's kind of hers. Amazing stuff. Um shit starts going crazy in the room like there's like wind things are like moving around until a point where she starts spinning around in her restraints just like and i mean like her arms are restrained and she is going in a loop over and over and over with her arms stretched out (laughs) just like spinning around spinning around spinning around it's clearly like a dummy but it's going like so fast spinning so many times it's great stuff. It's great possession stuff. I loved it. It was awesome. It, it was. It's so awesome. It was scary. Like it was. Yeah, it is. If scary. you saw this scene as a kid, this would have terrified you. I mean, it was. It yeah. was a bit scary watching as an adult because the voice of the the ninja, you know, the oh. voice of the possession, and there's like wailing, like ghost or demon wailing sound. Yeah. Yeah, she is spinning around like a foosball character if you just took the handle and whipped it as fast as you could, except her arms are chained. So she's just whipping around like you'd expect a foosball character to do. Looked amazing. Uh, Great lighting in this scene. They've got really great blue, greens, uh, mostly reds. Very, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we're doing like... Now we've just switched from... Like this, this cool opening of actually just action ninja action stuff. Then we went into where I was like, oh, it's a slasher movie. And now we've moved into it's a demonic possession movie. You know, yeah. it's an exorcism movie. And it's like this movie's doing everything. Like we've also had like flash dance in here. You know, we've also had yeah, the aerobic exactly. scene where it's like it's flash. It's so great. It's just like playing with all these different genres. And that's where I'm just like, I, I can't I, I can't wait to see what's coming because they just keep delivering more and more stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, at one point, it like the spirit lifts James Hong like way up in the air. Oh yeah, yeah, that was very uh, very cool. But eventually, cool. it like tires itself out, and Christy yeah. passes out, and you hear the demon leave. Yeah, James Hong says, "In the Eagle Mountains of Japan, there is a single weapon that can kill him. Only a ninja can destroy a ninja." And then we see Yamada again. So he is the one weapon to kill this ninja. Great. Just establish the rules right here, right at this point in the movie. We know where it has to get. We know where we have to go. Only a ninja can kill a ninja. I'm not confused at all. I love it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, not confused at all, but at the same time, completely confused. But we'll get there in a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah. I guess I know where the confusion comes from, but I like I mean, rules. We got the rules. I know where the movie's going. Fine. Let's get there right now. The confusion is what is going on? What? No, no. Let's save it. Oh, <laughs> I want to yeah. save it. No, this is be good. Let's save okay. this. This is good. Okay. So Yamada goes to the police station to retrieve the body of the ninja. And we get a flashback where we see the ninja kill Yamada's father and the ninja hitting Yamada in the eye with a throwing star. So that's why he's got the right. patch. Yeah. Now, nice of the movie to shoehorn his motivation in here in five seconds. It just fire it right in there. Here's Yamada. Here's why he's here. Yeah. Dead father. It hit us in the face I. like a ninja star, Tim. Yeah. 
So it's becoming very obvious for me, Dean, that the movie doesn't want to share much story with us. Okay. Okay? Okay. Hear me out. Um, The bad guy at the beginning on the golf course, they made a point of telling us he was a scientist. I thought that was very cool. Evil scientist. That's interesting. Why is the ninja hunting an evil scientist and killing him? I can't wait to hear about that. Nope. Mm, Okay. No explanation for who he was or why the ninja went after him. Why did the ninja kill Yamato's father? Nope. Don't worry about that. Why does the ninja continue to kill police? I assume because they shot him, but really don't worry about that either. So, yeah. What is going on with the green ninja? We don't know. They never tell us. He's just there. He's just doing things. So I'm confused as to what is actually going on. Okay. Yeah, I get that for sure. I didn't really care about that because I'm Christy. I'm just like, we are Christy in this movie. She doesn't know what's going on. So I don't know what's going on. So, I mean, you looked at it as a slasher. I didn't look at it that way. I was looking at it as a ninja movie. Right, and totally. Within yeah. the context of a ninja movie, what's his purpose? We don't know. They never yeah. tell us. So I'm I'm lost there a bit. That is interesting. Yeah, the the different angles because yeah, if I'm watching a slasher, they never uh, rarely are they telling us just in like a straight slasher that they're not trying to give like story. They don't tell us what happened to that guy or that woman and why they're going around killing people. Right. Um so I didn't even yeah, I didn't even second guess it at all. I just thought Okay, that's what this became a slasher. I now don't need to know about that ninja. Um, but you're you're right. They don't tell us anything about the history of that ninja. So viewing it as a ninja film, there's we don't really know at all why nin- the ninja in the movie is doing anything. Yeah, uh, your point of view helps me out a little bit. Like I, it helps me appreciate okay. it a little bit more. Yeah, for that reason. Like we maybe you don't need to know exactly what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But very fun scene back at Christie's apartment where the spirit wants her body back. So all the wild things start happening. Uh, Her curtains close all by themselves. Wind shows up, smoke. The lights are flickering on and off. There's that creepy wailing sound. We hear the evil, evil, scary, weird talking. Her light explodes. Lights are coming out of her um, arcade machine. I love that she had an arcade machine in her apartment. So awesome. She also had a payphone in her apartment. That was weird. That was weird, but I loved it. But it was weird. <laughs> yeah, her her fridge like blocks the way, the blocks the exit, so she can't get out. Yeah, and I love her response to all this. Is oh. that she decides to ignore it? She turns on her eighties music as loud as she can and starts dancing. <laughs> just like, but Tim, just pretend, pretend it's not happening, and it will go away. Yeah, yeah but also like dance at it dance in the face of the ghost it was like it wasn't even just like close your eyes and dance it was like face the ghost and a dance off dance you know off. win dance off. beat the ghost at a dance off let's Look, go no one's beating her to dance off she's great no this is great this is absolutely great another point where i'm like this is really cool this is a poltergeist scene this is awesome and then she turns on the music and starts dancing and i like just can't be more happy like how do you come up with this stuff That's, it's good the glowing sword floats out of the closet again and cuts her boombox in half. <laughs> it's like it won't have any of this. It doesn't want the dance off. No, no, no more music for you. 
And no. she gets possessed again. Ah, close. That could have gone on for longer. I would have enjoyed more, yeah, yeah. more of the dance scene. I loved it. I thought it was great. So there's now a police funeral for one of the, the police. I think one of the chiefs got killed or something. So they've got a big funeral for, for him. Uh, Christy Ninja shows up. She's hiding in the trees. She pulls out her bow and starts taking more police out. Uh, one very nice kill where one of the police gets an arrow right through the neck. That's a nice, nice one. At one point, she's on the ground, and she jumps all the way up into a tree. Sort of like some magical ninja shit that we like to see. Yeah, that was cool stuff. We hadn't seen a lot of that type of thing. Like, we've seen, you know, there was the disappearing with the smoke bomb, but it was actually the ninja was under the ground. You know, there wasn't a lot of the magical stuff, except for, like, feats of strength. So it was cool to see this, like, little float up to the branch. I really liked it. Yep, agreed. Yamada shows up. Uh, Ninja Christy disappears in a ball of smoke, and Yamada tracks her to an abandoned house. Now, Yamada doesn't even have a weapon here. Yeah. What's his plan if she pulls out her sword and he's just he's there to apprehend her? Yeah, I don't like, know. Why not just no plan? Why not just give him a sword? Why doesn't he have a sword? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess he doesn't need one because he manages to apprehend her, but the police show up, and he lets her go. And the police grab Yamada. Billy then shows up. And Yamada tells Billy that he's a ninja from Japan and knows what should be done. He tells Billy to get the sword and meet him later at the old temple on the hill. So Yamada goes to that temple himself, where we see he has several men in training. Christy Ninja shows up and finds the dead body of the green ninja there. So Christy Ninja and Yamada start fighting. Yamada is able to beat her and the spirit leaves her body and goes back into the green ninja. And here we get some pretty cool spirit effects for the first time where they actually show us the spirit kind of floating around the room. I liked it. Very, very good. It's good stuff. Um, Question though. Yeah, I got you. This doesn't make sense. Which part? If the spirit can leave Christy's body and go into the body of the dead ninja. Yeah. Why didn't it just do that at the beginning when it died? Yeah. Yeah, I uh not sure cuz he's like now a zombie. He's like zombie ninja ghost ninja. I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. Um I have no clue. I have no clue why it went in his body and why he was then able to get up from that. I loved it, but I don't know why it happened. Yeah, I mean, clearly I loved it. Uh, yeah. I don't care why. I have no idea. It's fine. I mean, the movie clearly doesn't answer a lot of questions. I just thought I'd bring it up. Yeah. But no, for sure. I was thinking the same thing while I was watching it. Like, wh- what did we go through? <laughs> why, if he can just get it back, why didn't he keep it? I mean, they could they could fix all that with like a single line of dialogue. You know, just yeah. saying like the spirit needed to absorb the spirit of another or like absorb life yeah. energy and then it could revive the green ninja. But they don't take the time to share any of that with us. No, yeah. I just think it's a bit of a miss on like the ninja aspect of the movie. They could have done a lot more to just right. support the ninja and what is going on with the ninja. But you're right, zombie ninja. This was fucking awesome. Now that the now that it's back alive, it's just plodding along like a zombie, a slow zombie would. It's making <laughs> so like good. very slow, like jerky sword motions, and like yeah. 
fighting like a zombie, but it's competing. <laughs> it, like it looked so really, good. really neat. I liked it a lot. Yeah, like when it, like swings with the with the sword that's in like the zombie's right hand, like his left hand won't even move. Yeah, like it's just his stuck whole body by his side, move. and he's just like doing these random swings with the right hand, but like yeah, actually competing. So good. Yeah, very cool. Uh, it starts making some weird sounds and then throws some sort of like red electricity on Yamada's men, and yeah. he's now in control of them, and sends them to fight Yamada. I like that. That was cool. Fuck yeah. More uh, magical ninja stuff. Yeah. So Yamada uses uh, some sort of gas to knock the guys out. And then Billy comes in to find Christy okay. So he's kind of like helped her out here. He's he's there to save her. Not really to save her, but there to help her out of the situation. Yeah. So the green ninjas throwing bombs at Yamada. They... Climb to the top of a mountain. It's not really a mountain. It's like a cliff. It's not all that high, but yeah. it's kind of high. And they have a sword fight. Pretty pretty good sword fight. It's okay. Like, it's pretty good. Fighting on the edge, right on the edge. You know, I, I like I like when uh, they fight on the edge in, in these movies. So they did that. Yeah. Yamada uses a chain against the green ninja's sword. This was very cool. I've never seen that before. Great. Yeah. Yamada disarms the sword and it goes flying and falls at the feet of Christy and Billy, who are, for some reason, right there watching. Like they hiked up this hill to watch. I don't, Just to watch the fight. <laughs> I don't know. Christy grabs the sword, runs over and stabs the green ninja with it. He starts spinning in a circle, digging himself into the ground with the sword still in his stomach until he's gone. Uh, oh, that was interesting. Yeah, magic. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. What I really liked <laughs> was that Christy was the one to stab him, not Yamada. Yeah, me too. I and I liked that it was with that sword. You know, this we've it seen this guy take his like, sword, the Green Ninja's sword. Yeah, exactly. It's with the Green Ninja's sword that was possessed earlier. Um, it's like this Green Ninja's taken like a hundred bullets. We've seen him take like a hundred bullets and get up from that. So I really liked that. There was this sword that she could that she grabbed and jabbed it right through him, and that was you know that you could tell was doing it, and it was gonna kill him. And he like then did this weird spiral thing down into the ground. I loved it. I love that whole part. It didn't kill him though. In my opinion, yeah, I know. <laughs> in my opinion, this should have killed him. Yeah, it, it, this but it didn't, this is though, yeah. what makes sense for me because like yeah. just that connection of his spirit in the sword for sure. I like the idea of her being the one to put the sword into him, that kind of yeah. like that trifecta um, should be what ends up doing him in, but it doesn't. So I think that was another miss. You're right. I'm not a huge fan of uh, what happens after this part. After he gets stabbed with that sword, I'm not a huge fan of. Well, what happens is the earth starts shaking. Um, the green ninja comes back again. Yeah. And Yamada ends up putting just like a knife through the top of his head, and that seems to kill him. The green ninja disappears, and the end. Yeah, we again. That's like slasher stuff, where it's like, oh, that last, you know, you thought he was dead, but here he comes back for one last thing, barely clinging to life, but he's still very dangerous. Uh, I didn't care for it in this moment because you had the ninja stuff going on, where he got stabbed with a sword. So like. That should have done it. That should have been the thing. Because then he gets a little knife in the top, like not 
not that the knife's little and in the top of the head shouldn't kill him, but like it's just less of a it's less of a big deal in the movie that just he got stabbed by this knife in the top of the head. It's it's more of a big thing that he got stabbed by his own sword that's been the cause of the possession the whole movie, and that would be what ends him. That that would have made sense more um narratively. Okay, cool. Super fun movie though. Man. Oh, fucking great. I, <laughs> I absolutely really loved it. it. Yeah. Like I had a great time with it. It was it was uh not tough to watch it again. I, I really loved it. Yep, same. All right, then. Let's get to our ninja rating. Let's see how Ninja 3 the Domination runs our gauntlet of we'll see. ratings. So, Dean, I believe I went first last time, so I'm going to let you okay. go first this time. I will just start by saying the category is weapons and tools. And what we're looking for is do we get swords, throwing stars, knives? Are they using bombs? Are they using poison? Do they use ropes and grappling hooks, etc.? Maybe they use something we've never seen before. So that's what we're looking for. What do you got? Uh, good use of weapons in this movie. Right from the get-go, you open up a chest of weapons, basically. So right away, it's like, oh, cool. Like, not only do I like not only do I see them take out a bunch of weapons, not only do I see the Green Ninja take out a bunch of weapons, but I'm like, I hope we use those. I hope that the Green Ninja actually ends up using them. And he does. He uses a lot of those weapons that he takes out of the chest. So we get to see a lot of variation. We even see like a bow and arrow, which isn't something that's like very common when we watch these ninja movies. Um, We get a chain in a final fight, just a really cool thing to be really simple for a final fight. You think it should be swords and we use a chain. Um, there's poisons going on with different types of like little pricks with needles, a lot of blow dart stuff. Um, there's the grappling hook stuff was really cool in my opinion, um, because we actually saw the grappling hooks like wrap around Mm -hmm. a tree and like dig in at one point. Uh, I I think Christy threw a rope, Ninja Christy threw a rope and it went around the tree and then the grappling hook hooked back onto the rope and into the tree. Yep, I remember that, yeah. And that was incredible. I've like never seen that. I don't even know how that happened. So it's like I really understood how a grappling hook could really latch onto something. Um, yeah, there was just a, a wide variety of weapons going on. Uh, I'm not sure there was anything like new where I hadn't seen a weapon before, but there was a lot of different uses of things, like sort of the the ring that was poisoned that was uh, used in the hot tub to prick. Like I haven't really seen that. I know that that's a thing in movies, but I hadn't really seen that in a ninja movie. So there was definitely uses of weapons in this movie that we haven't seen yet. Um, So for me, it was kind of perfect. I gave it the 10 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, this movie had everything we ask for and more out of this category. Yeah. This is probably the best example yet of weapons and tools. So I gave it a 10. Cool. Tactics. Now, thankfully, Dean, I wrote down from earlier that yeah, you're going to yeah. guess what I gave bonus points for for tactics. Yeah. Now, do you remember this conversation from earlier? I'm, if I hadn't have written I this down, Dean, I would not have remembered this. So I'm glad I wrote it down. Oh, okay. But I gave, I'm docking a point for running in the yeah. middle of a dusty street when you could hide in a bush, minus one. Yeah. What am I giving <laughs> yeah. plus one for? with the tactics of the ninja. Okay. So I'm wondering if I'm right now or not, because you did bring it up in the episode. Um, So I was wondering if it would be something that you didn't bring up, but I was going, what I was thinking when I said that is when he did the smoke bomb and he just dug a hole and hid in it. Uh, That was what I thought would get the bonus, the plus. Okay. No, that is incorrect. 
Okay. That's okay. a cool technique. But what I'm giving a bonus yeah. point for is even is far cooler than that. And okay. it is the whole idea that this ninja infiltrates Christie's body. Oh, what oh, better yeah. infiltration is there, th- there than yeah. that? You're actually taking over another person. It's so That's good. the bonus one. But here's tactics. Are they being ninja? Are they using stealth? Is there infiltration? Are they burning castles down or stealing documents? Are they trying to assassinate someone? Are they camouflaging themselves in trees? Are they hiding in plain sight? So tactics was a bit harder because it seems like the green ninja is simply a killing machine. So I guess we have to look at how does he go about killing? Like, what's he doing? Well, he climbs trees to get to an elevated position to attack and for camouflage. He hid underwater. He often used smoke as an escape. He used poison. He was able to hide in the actual ground, which was awesome. And as I mentioned, he infiltrated Christie's body. But I really had to think my way through this one because they do cover some tactics we're looking for, and they also covered some that we didn't ask for. But at the core, this ninja isn't being a ninja. It's only killing, and we don't even know why it's killing. That isn't what the ninja are about, so I'm giving this a six. Yeah, this is a tough category. It was tough for me because I love the movie so much. But when you come down to it, um, they're not stealing documents. Definitely no documents. Definitely no camouflaging. There's like he he is not concerned at all about being seen. Um, the only time he does that is the smoke bomb to hide in the ground, and that's just because his life is on the line. So like he's just running out in the open all the time, never hiding. Um, yeah, hiding in plain sight, you know, and kind of the magical elements missing a little bit of that. Tactics was tough for all the reasons you said. Um, in the things that he was doing, he was doing them very cool. Like he did a very good job. But even like, even uh, Ninja Ninja Christie had to sneak into people's houses, and it, it wasn't really sneaky. You know, she just kind of went in the house, made herself known, and had a fight. It was all about the fighting. Uh, Tim, I landed the exact same as you. I'm a six. All right. So over to you for fighting and kills. So what do the fight scenes look like? Are they well choreographed? How cool are the moves? Are limbs being lost? Are heads popping off? Do we like the kills? Do they get a reaction out of us? Another category that I wish was a little bit higher. Um, Not a lot of limbs, but like no limbs popping off really. Um, But I was into the fighting. There's been some movies that we've watched where the fighting was a little bit long. It was a little bit dragged out and I got a little bored seeing it. This fighting choreography was not perfect. It was not great, but I was always sort of interested in it because I think the fights went by pretty quickly. So I was always I was always engaged in the fighting that was happening. I never felt myself bored in a fight. Um, so different moves in the fight definitely got reactions out of me different sword slashes the aggression in certain kills got a reaction out of me um so i did like it it is going to get a pretty good score but i just wish it was higher because it was uh because i was enjoying the movie so much but uh it gets a seven for me in fighting okay i would say the fighting was only okay um there was some cool stuff but there was also a lot of boring stuff 
Um, I'm kind of the opposite of you here. I thought the kills were much better than the fighting. Uh, okay. The throwing star from the foot was incredible. Great kill. The poisoned ring, great kill. Uh, nice uh, arrow through the neck. Uh, another very good kill. But there's no like spraying of blood that you'd want out of a ninja movie. No heads are popped off. No limbs are lost. That's a major deterrent. That that yeah. that loses big marks. Um, I've said it before. If you pop off a head or pop off a limb, you start at five. So that's yeah. that's how much I'm putting on heads popping off and limbs popping off. We didn't get any of that. There wasn't even any blood, barely any blood. So pretty weak category in my opinion. I'm giving it a four. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I realized going into it, I was probably a little high, but didn't enjoy it. Now, settings and locations. What's the aesthetic of the movie? We love seeing fights in fields and forests, deserts, and in water. What did this movie do? So they went to quite a few different places, which I thought was good. Like, they go to a temple. They go to a gym. They go to a police station. They go to an abandoned house. There's a hot tub room, an apartment, a golf course. The ninja was in a palm tree for a little bit, but not a forest. He was in a pond for 10 seconds, but that's not enough water. They were on small hills and cliffs, but it was no mountain. So this was not really what I was looking for out of settings and locations. Uh, I, I wish I could give it a higher score, but I can't. I have four again. Yeah, this is the huge miss. The huge miss for me. Um, they went a lot of places, but like you said, like those places all looked the same. They didn't really use the places. They were just in the places. Um, there was a fight. The fight at the end, you know, having it on a on on the the rocks, um, helped out because getting to that point, there wasn't a lot going on. Um, the fights, yeah, there was water. There was no fight in the water. <laughs> there was there was forest. There was no fights in the forest. There was someone hiding in a forest, and then they came out. There was a golf course. I don't know if we've had a fight on a golf course, so that's a point. That's a bonus point. Um, but I was the same again as you, Tim, here, because this is not even... It's not even a five. You know, it's not even a right-down-the-middle five. There just isn't enough in this thing to even get to five. Uh, but the rocks at the end give it a little bit of a boost, so I also got to a four. I was a four out of ten. Okay. Now, finally, fun factor. Did we have fun with the movie? Would we watch it again? Would we buy the Blu-ray? Did it go fast or was it a slow drag? Go ahead. Listen, this is one of this is one of my favorites that we've covered um, in in the ninja in the ninja realm for sure. Uh, I would definitely get the Blu-ray. Uh, I had no problem watching it again. I I, I do watch the movies um, two times as much as I can, but this I really wanted to. You know, I really wanted to get to it and watch it again. I loved it. I loved the fun. I loved the different changing genres throughout the film. It was it was so much fun for me to watch. I went all the way and boosted it to 10. I'm a 10 out of 10 on the fun. Okay, not expecting that. Yeah. I did have a lot of fun with the movie. Uh, it is a spectacle. The Green Ninja is amazing. Like This is one of oh, the yeah. best ninja characters we've seen yet. I... Did watch it twice. I don't think I'm going to buy it, though. 
I did feel at times like the movie was moving at a bit of a medium pace. Anything with the Green Ninja was simply amazing. But then you had to sit through this weird relationship building with Christy and Billy. Here's my like my problem with the Billy character. Start the movie with Christy and Billy already in a relationship and use that time to focus on the ninja's motivation. Let us know why all that stuff is going on. Who cares about how Christy and Billy get together? We don't need that. Leave that out. You can still do everything you want to do with, with their relationship by having them already in a relationship. I will even go one step further. Leave the relationship out altogether. We don't need it. Right? Let's focus more on the ninja story. Give us the backstory. I want to know what's going on. I want to know why they're doing, why both of them are like so invested in what they're doing. I think as a ninja movie, it needs it. And I, I just, when I think about some of the movies we've watched already, I will be recommending a different ninja movie to people before I recommend this one. So I'm only giving it a five. Okay. Wow. I'm way higher than you on this one. So this is our biggest gap so far. Yeah. So I have a 29, and Dean, you have given it a 37. Let's for go. For a total of <laughs> 66. Okay. Which puts it at number six on our list. Okay. And we have at number one, Duel to the Death with a perfect 100. Number two, Batman Ninja at 83. Ninja at 78. Ninja Terminator at 77. Jack versus the Ninja, our Patreon episode, at 74. Ninja the Domination comes in at 66. And then American Ninja 2, the Confrontation at 43. Cool. Uh, I had a blast, like an absolute blast. Covering that movie, Um, it you know it didn't do quite so well in our rating. Even though you gave it a couple perfect categories, I did still suffered in some categories for you. So you know there are some things missing, you know, for our rating. But that's our ninja rating. We're going into this trying to find like what the best ninja movie, you know, out of these twelve is. Uh, it doesn't mean that this wasn't a great film. Uh, I had a ton of fun with this one. Yeah, it uh, it presented the type of movie that I really like, which is why fun gets me all the way to 10 because it, it just had a lot of the elements of movies that I like, which I haven't seen a lot of ninja movies, you know? So some of the ninja movies that we're watching don't get all the way there because that's not my favorite type of movie. But this one did because, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's wild. It's a wild movie that I uh, really enjoyed. I get why you gave it 10. I have nothing yeah. against that because I didn't even look at the slasher aspect of it. That's a hundred percent what's going on here. And the fun factor is the wild card category, right? Because exactly that's yeah. the one category that has nothing to do with Ninja. It's just, how did you yeah. feel with the movie? What did it do for you? So I love that this was a 10 for you. That's I'm very excited for that. Um, that's, I think that's the only other movie that's hit a 10 other than duel to the death in fun factor. Yeah. So I'm thrilled you had so much fun with this. I'm glad it made it onto the list here. And uh, yeah, that was uh, lots of fun. So we'll be back uh, the Monday of next month with our next one. Cool. I'm loving the Ninja Walkthrough. I'm having such a blast with it. So great. I love it too. It's so much fun. 
But hey, everybody out there listening, if you'd like to support us here at Talking Back, we would love your support. We'd love and appreciate it. You could start by telling your friends about us. Share an episode. Share one of your favorite episodes with your friend. Very easy to do. Or you could leave us a review and a rating on your favorite podcast app. You can leave a donation of any amount at buymeacoffee.com. Or you can sign up to be a patron at patreon.com slash talkingbackpodcast. Lots of fun stuff going on over there. That's what we recommend. Throw two bucks a month, you'll get our monthly wrap up. Five bucks a month, you get everything we've got. And now that this episode's over, head on over to bfopnetwork.com. Check out one of the other amazing nostalgia-based podcasts in our network. We promise you'll find something that you love, or Dean will spin himself into the ground. Uh, I hate, I also hate spinning. I hate it. So you better find something you love over there. It's hard not to. There's so many great podcasts over there. Dean, thank you for joining. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it.